So we're here. I want to just start like at the beginning. What's the earliest time that you remember Little Rock being something special? I guess I'll start because Little Rock always been special to me. You know, I, I uh, grew up here. I uh, grew up in the Quapaw Quarter, the South End, and, and Little Rock has continued to be to be special to me because. Um, I used to walk down to Thrasher Boys Club when I was eight years old. And um, walking through the South End, going down to Thrasher, uh, seeing folks from Fush Creek, from the South End, from the East End, um, blending, playing pool, in the pool, playing ball. You know, it was it was always a, 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 a special place. And uh, Little Rock has this to, to have, I had a brother seven years older than me. So, you know, going, growing up in the, the early '90s, you know, late '80s was was, was, a, was a blessing to me here, but it was it was always a challenge, you know. So, I knew it was a special place because a, a lot of my friends when I was a child, a lot of my friends at nine, ten year, ten, eleven year old. Um, aren't here right now. So knowing that surviving Little Rock, being in Little Rock, prospering in Little Rock, uh, has always been a special place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like when I'm just thinking about, you know, growing up in Little Rock, uh, grew up in Twin Lakes. Yeah. Uh, pants still holding down the Twin Lakes. What's up? Shout out Twin Lakes. I know. Yes. Lebet and Kimberly. Come on, girl. And so that was my world. Like the idea of of Little Rock to me for a long time was Twin Lakes, Kinston, John Barrow. Yeah. Um, I used to go, well, I still go to church when I come home to Great Second Baptist. So okay. High Street. High Street. Before MLK. Before MLK. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so that like that like that community feel um, and um, I was just actually have I was actually having a conversation with my fiance um, as we were coming up here and she and she recognized how much of a community Little Rock is yeah and no matter how yeah. long you're gone you always have home it's back home here. it's, it's home, home. Yeah. and so you know I don't get back here as much as I want to but I always feel like this place isn't a place where I'm a visitor. Yeah, like yeah. this is home. Like I come home and I'm around family and around friends and around loved ones and um, that's just always been the feel for me. Um, through like through me growing up through all the way through high school and then coming back, you know, during my time in college and coming back now as an adult. Um, uh, this always So you grown now? Sometimes. Sometimes. Someday. Someday. You know, someday. Someday I feel. I feel like that. On Sundays. On Sundays. Sunday, uh, I feel less grown. Less than, grown. Yeah, than less others. grown than others. So, uh, there's times where I get on the phone with my mom and my dad, and I know I'm not grown. Yeah, he re uh, get reminded. It, it, yeah, I get reminded. <laughs> you're, not, you're not too far 
you actually not too far removed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you still be like, hey, mama. Yeah. Dad. Uh, <laughs> hey, you mama and dad. There's no mother. Nah, it's yeah. mama and dad. Yeah. Mama and dad. Yeah. So, but, man, this was forever my heart, my soul, man. I um, I love this place. Yeah. And, you know, we even, play, you know, not even playing around. Like, even the idea, every time I come back, the idea of what would it be for me to move back in this space and we talk about it seriously all the time man. like like even more than what I used to when I was just living in Memphis but being home and being that that, that just makes me feel bro like we I'm need you man yeah we I need you we need you here no you need and that's and that's and beyond that we, we talk about the show right right now but this this is this is this is something that, that we've continued, continued to 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 press on, on people who who have who we know you know, we, we, we've had a brain drain from our city. Yeah. Because people are going... Understandable, though. It was understandable, understandable for a while. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And I was going to say it was special to me. I'm going to take a little different approach. I mean, I didn't think... I, I don't think I realized it was special until I left. Yeah. Like, leaving and then seeing other places and, like, why... And then the same thing we were just talking about the brain drain. Why is Little Rock not X, Y, and Z? And why can't I be a part of making Little Rock X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And that what made it special to me because the city is small enough, still the capital city, is on the 50 of these in the country, where it's small enough that if you want it to be X, Y, and Z, you can affect that change to make it X, Y, and Z. And then when you look back on it, like in our historical context, to think that in the middle of the probably the worst times in our city, early 90s, Gang banging in Little Rock, where we getting all this negative press. Literally, the president comes from Little Rock. Yeah. Like in the middle of all, all, that. all that, this guy becomes the president. Jogging in front of my house. Right. Every day, I would wake up, go give him a hand clap. Every he would jog in front of my house. Right. You know, that's that's the Walmart. Right. Yeah. That's where he went. You know. That's I would wake up in the morning, walk out, and be like. Governor Clinton, how you doing? And he would drive by every, every day. So, so y'all kind of hit on two big major points, because I grew up, like, country, southeast <laughs> Arkansas, so... Don't, don't uh, shout out Crossing, bro. Don't shout out Crossing. Don't just call it country. Crossing, Arkansas, at that time, 5,000 people, now 6,000 people. So coming to Little Rock for us was always a big deal, but you always get that, um, especially being raised by an older generation, like, we got to be in and out. We don't want to be a Little Rock <laughs> when it's nighttime. If we, to, if, if we go in the park plaza, we got to be there when it open, and we leave it before 2 o'clock. Because a lot of the times, uh, the glimpses of Little Rock that we got to see was on Channel 7 News. Yeah. We didn't get to hear Power 92 unless we got past Pine Bluff. <laughs> and then the HBO special, Banging yeah. the Little Rock. Right. So for us, that's pretty much the glimpse of Little Rock that we got to see. So that first part, just I want to ask y'all, what was it like growing up in that gang banging in Little Rock era? Was it as bad as HBO made it seem, or were they kind of taking advantage of Little Rock a little bit? So for for all of us, and I and I, I know this, we, we were we were we were in grade school, we gang banging in Little Rock. But like I said, I had a brother who was seven years old. So I, I remember my brother and his friends being uh, stopped on the corners by police officers doing that because they had more than three people. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was some of the yeah. rules that people don't understand. Like, yeah. if you had three people on the corner, 
you were considered a gang and you were you were considered okay to be stopped by the police officers and questioned. So there, there was a lot of um, negative connotations. Yeah. There were a lot of negative responses that came with it. Um, it was it was real. Yeah. You know, gangbanging was real in Little Rock. Yeah. But at, at at the same time, there was there was a lot of over exaggeration of what was really happening there. Yeah. And uh, there was nothing happening here different in Little Rock that was happening mm -hmm. across the Midwest, across the Mid-South, uh, across anywhere else that wasn't predominantly the East Coast and West Coast. Yeah. You know, so there was a, a, a persona, a connotation that happened to Little Rock that maybe should not have happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually felt the crazy the crazy part about it is that I felt safer in those same area the same those same neighborhoods yeah. that we were scared all that, that was being stereotyped about all day than long. I did ever crossing university and market. Okay. All day long. And so, what, what the baby say? I go anywhere, I'm good. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and so I felt I felt safe. I felt home. There was parts of Little Rock that were were spoke from society and media as these are the safe neighborhoods that I didn't feel safe in, nope. because of how I showed up and what I looked like. Yeah, Camp um, Village, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you have like so you can drop me off in Southwest, yeah, East End. I'm good. The South End at any time, and I'm good. I'm great. Um, and so like with us, like like we were. We were young when game banging and yeah, we you know, when, we nine you know, banging, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're so we're really really young when that happens, but we do see some of the effects of that, you know, like the idea that we went to school with some of these people. We went to school with some of grew these, up with them. yeah 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 grew up with them. We grew up with we grew up with folks that would be considered in the hood, yeah, and we did. We grew up with hood folks, yeah. And folks are about that life. Perfect example. Most of the, the gang, the power leaders that I that I knew, yeah, I, you know how well at the boys' club. <laughs> I, they were young. Yeah, they were, they, like these people were running games and young, and I, I knew them, and they were recruiting us and recruiting my. my and that's a, and my that's the thing. Family. And that's the thing to talk about the realness of it. I remember, like y'all, I had family. A lot of my family was involved. A lot of my family in the Highland Court. Yeah, 65th and Butler. Uh, so they were involved. So you saw it, and I remember you talking about being recruited. I remember me and my cousin practicing our gang signs wow. in our room. Yeah, cause we were trying to, hey, bro, how, how, hey, how you stack up? How you stack? How you stack, bro? Show, That's show me how you put it across. Exactly. Yeah. Like we were trying to, cause we figured that was gonna be a part of what of who we were. Of what happened? But I agree with what you said. I, I didn't, even though you knew it was dangerous, and I lost family during that time, I didn't feel in danger. Yeah, never. And I, I'm, and to this day. Never felt in danger. Yeah. To this day, I'm more afraid when there's no one around than a lot of people. Like, I'm afraid of silence. Yeah. Like, if it's, if I go somewhere, like my roommate from college, his mom lived in New Hampshire. We used to go stay with her. And when I'm around, when I'm in New Hampshire and it's quiet, I'm like, bro. Yeah. Somebody, oh, hey, hey, this ain't right. What a, what a noise is it? Right. So yeah. You, you knew when somebody 
they act like, what is, what is going on? Yeah, like, it's quiet. quiet. It's too quiet. It's too quiet. Yeah. But to Jimmy's point, though, so it was 04, 05. My roommate from college lived in Iowa, and I caught a Greyhound to go see him in Iowa because I ain't had no money for no plane ticket. So I catch a Greyhound. <laughs> Real. Real. $35. $35. $35. Little Rock to Iowa City. And we stopped in Memphis, and we on on Memphis, between Memphis and Kansas City. And I was sitting across from a guy, and we just started talking. I said, man, where you from? I said, Little Rock. And dude looked at me and like dead serious, like, how you make it out? Man, I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, bro, I saw a documentary. How you how you even make it, man? I just got he was like, he was like, it was almost like a, a automatic reverence. He was like, bro, if you can survive that, yeah. you survive anything. Cause I seen and, and that's, it. And that's the truth. Yeah. But it's such a negative context. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it absolutely. Made, it may have been one of the worst things. Yeah, because I'm look, that's 04, so you talking 10, 12 years after the fact, yeah, yeah. and this guy sees me, and that's all that comes to mind. He said, Little Rock, he says, Gang Bang. Because I'm sure that all of us, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I'm sure that all of us, especially with us, we all went to school out of state. Correct. Yeah. So we went to school out of state, and what was the first thing somebody said to you when you told them that was from Little Rock? They, they it was it was three things. Yeah. It, was a it was always three things. <laughs> the first thing was gangbang. Little Rock. Yeah. Second thing was Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> the third thing was the Rock Nine. Yeah. yeah. Like that was that was that was the three things that I mean I went to Iowa. Yeah. You know I, I'm in Iowa and I'm, I'm not expecting nobody to know nothing about Little Rock, the Arkansas. But yeah, you know. I'm, you know, I'm Charles Blake, I'm from Little Rock. Was you Charles then or were you Jamal? Jamal. Jamal. Was that before the name changed? I was, I was Charles in high school. <laughs> Jamal. Um, yeah. I was a British child. Yeah, I was Jamal. I'm always Jamal. I'm always Jamal, bro. But yeah, it was the, the first thing was gangbang in the Little Rock. Yeah. You, you, you still, to this day, we have people come to City Hall that, that, that want to talk about, you know, how do you really gang bang in Little Rock? The thing is, there, there's no getting rid of There's no getting rid of it. It is understanding that a lot of this, a lot of the gangs was because people wanted family. People wanted understanding. And I understood that because I'm- And they lacked opportunity. They lacked opportunity. opportunity. That's, yeah. that's, that's absolutely right, Tom. And it was it was coming from a place and a space of people saying, where where can I go to have a family connection? Where can I go to have mentors? Yeah. Where can I go to have people who care about me? I mean, it was it was little stuff, y'all. South End versus East End, it be a block away. Yeah. Right, it, it's something to have. It was, and we still do this to this day. When you and I do it about high school, McClellan and Central, yes, it's something that, that you have pride in. And, yeah. that, and I'm, we're not justifying what happened in the 90s, but the sense of like, okay, I belong to something and I'm going to represent that. Yeah. You say you always repping. That's what they were doing. They were, it was represent. something that they had to represent. Yeah. And, 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 and when you put it all in context, it makes sense. It doesn't make it right, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Could yeah. you th- would you think about going to school with Jay Fair? Like, just think about it. <laughs> No, 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 I'm a color, bro. Not at all. Big red, big white, big blue. <laughs> big black, <laughs> big gold. 
that's not a saying. Y'all never said that. Y'all never said that. Big Black Nico. That's it? You don't even sound right. Big Black Nico? You need three. Okay, you may have said that, but you didn't say no big black, big gold, big white. Big gold, big white. That's what we said. So, what y'all talking about schools? Let me ask you this. So, you got Desert Pool. That's right. Cedric Cobb. Bobby Portis. Who is the best athlete all around to come out of Little Rock? Ooh. Come out of Little Rock. To actually make it there. Cause you know you asked, you know you done had yeah. who people that didn't make it. Yeah. You say Joe? My He's the most accomplished. No, and I'm a football player. He's the most accomplished. And I, and I can say Cedric Cobbs was, was one of the Cedric Cobbs was one of the was a beast. Yeah. He was a man child. He was a phenomenal. I remember I remember looking up Cedric Cobb's stats. I played against Cedric Cobb my sophomore year. I mean, Cedric Cobb's stats were incredible. We had the G mode. He would have a 12 carries, you know. He would have 12 carries, 20, 20 yards, four touchdowns. That is crazy stuff. That's absolutely ridiculous. Like, Cedric, Cedric Cobb was a beast. Yeah. But what Joe did, Joe. He obviously the most, no one question, he's the most accomplished. Yeah. But what basketball is in Little Rock, Derek Fisher had an opportunity. Derek Fisher. Yeah. That's Joe Johnson, y'all. That changed basketball. That's Joe Johnson. Ask, ask Vincent Hunter who his, who his idol was. Ask any. Bobby Borders. Ask Bobby Borders who his idol was. Ask any of the great players in any high school at, in Little Rock. But Joe Johnson did some stuff, man, for three years. He only won one championship. But as a sophomore, Joe was in title games. Oh, state championships. State, yeah. state championships. Yeah. Well, he's gonna talk about Central all day, so you're gonna have to jump yeah, in there. Yeah, he's gonna just keep yeah, going. Yeah, he's gonna keep going. <laughs> I mean, when I think about it, I mean, don't you know, don't represent for fair, bro. I am. I am. <laughs> I, I, I just like, like for one thing, we had cheat code. I, I mean, when you really put it together, you know, Horn, Ty Forte, Ty yeah. Forte, Tony Nelson, Joe. Joe Wesson, you had a fullback. I went to Fuller with all of them. I went to, yeah. I went to Fuller yeah. with all of them. So, yeah, I know. Go to Chico, man. Man, I've never seen anything on a high school level, on a prep level. They were dominant. Like, what I saw between that happened between 97 yeah. and 99. Never. Ever in the city. Yeah. Uh, and Cedric Cobb was, was, was I, I mean, guys were really out there making business decisions. Yeah. You know, it was like, bro, it was Cedric Cobb put his knee in my face mask. And it was, yeah, it was probably about the worst thing you ever had. Yeah, I really is, that why, is that why you look the way you look? Whatever <laughs> 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 you get through, whatever you get through, all comforts, baby. Well, here go one that since everybody repping that school, I, I, hands down, I, I, I support Joe's and I'm seeing most accomplished. But you got Joe Johnson Central, you talk about fair. People don't talk about Jermaine Taylor went to McClellan. Yeah. Jermaine Taylor was middleweight champion of the world. That is true. And I don't think I don't think of he the world, of, of the world, Craig. <laughs> of the world, Craig. And that, and obviously he had a brief moment in, in in the boxing world where he was he was at the top, he was bro. The guy. He was the guy he was twice. 
be wicked right. He was the man, and that's McClellan. So you know, I just want to represent from school, Jimmy. If that's all right. That's I just want to put no, McClellan in the conversation. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> y'all sitting over there together, and I want to say, what's going to happen next year with the Southwest High School? It's going to be amazing, man. It's going to be amazing. I've been out there. I've seen that school. I've seen what the Griffins. The Griffins. I've seen the science labs, the art and fashion labs, the the everything that is just supposed to our culture yeah. is in that school. So, and not only art. And it's gonna be lime green but, and purple. But our lot but our but our Latinx community, the soccer, the it is it is it's gonna be about the culture, for the culture, all the culture. Yeah. And, and that's, that's society. That's society of Rock, man. We, we've never seen that before. Yeah. No, and all of y'all now have uh, a significant investment in politics. You, of course, chief of staff with the city. Tuan, you serving on the board with the city. And, of course, G here um, on the board for Scholar Made. When Bill Clinton was elected, y'all kind of talked about it earlier. Did you know at the time how big that was just for Little Rock as a whole? I got it, but I didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. And so we were young. I mean, we were young. Um, so we kind of got it because, you know, we knew it. You know, some of us went to school with Chelsea. So it's kind of like yeah. one of those things where we was like, oh, this is really, really cool. But you really don't understand. Like, at that age, I didn't understand politics. Like, yeah. And so I got that, yes, he's moved past being the governor. But other than that, you know, I didn't understand what this whole present, what it meant on a federal level. Yeah. Um, and so that was, I really didn't start to understand that until probably when I got a little bit older, uh, um, especially um, like in high school and, and especially in college, you, know, you start to see the things, you read, you read a lot more about what's going on uh, from a political landscape standpoint. And I, and, but I had no earthly idea what it meant at that moment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shout, shout out to Charles Wake first. My pops took me and my younger brother to um, right after he got elected to his prayer service wow. on Southwest Little Rock with Jesse Jackson. We were the only black people in the crowd. Wow. And uh, like like I said, I used to I used to shake the governor's hands daily, take the, especially on Thursday morning when the trash can. You know, he, he would be running by in the morning. But my pops made it a, a precedent for us to know how important, how how a, a generational shift is going to be for this man to be president. So beyond that, before that, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of African-American uh, statesmen and, and politicals at my dinner table. We're talking about Judge Humphrey, Darren Williams, Bill Walker. You know, these are my these are my family friends. So these are people who were who were important to the election of Bill Clinton and the rise of Bill Clinton. So um, when he was elected in '92, you know that that was a wake up, I was 19 years old, but that was, I mean, I, 
I look back and say that was the calling card for me saying that I want to be involved in politics. I want to be involved in public awareness. I want to be involved in, in people knowing that there, there's a difference to be made. So that, that was, uh, I wouldn't be where I am without Bill Clinton being, being like president. And I'll just add, and again, a lot of this I didn't appreciate until college. And I think I got a greater appreciation for Arkansas and its importance culturally, politically, athletically when I, when I left. So I, I was leaving, then you start reading about Clinton. And then you read about, uh, I remember reading a case about Thorne trying to change the term limits for U.S. senators. I'm like, bro, that's where I'm from. That's... That's my home, so that, that, that sense of pride and the importance came after the fact, and then that was just like, all right, bro, I got to get back. Yeah. Like I'm going back, and I'm I'm about to add to what I think is missing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember coming up to Little Rock, like I said, I used to come to my mom, and University Mall used to always be the spot, and I never forget. <laughs> I, I think it was when Sweet Lady came out. Tyrese was there Sweet performing. Lady. There you go. Performing <laughs> in the middle of the mall, like. Who all, and I remember all tell, I remember school. Oh, bro, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. What's the greatest performance that you've seen come through, whether it be at Barton, uh, all tell arena, or Verizon? Because I heard, and you know, we used to always have to come up here for like concerts and stuff, but just the nostalgia of walking through Barton. places people don't know about. Okay. What you about to, what you about to, what you about to. I thought you going to say Club International. I, I saw Pretty Ricky at International. I saw Trina at, uh, what did we used to get? Yeah, yeah. Nightlife. 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 Night 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 uh, Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Well, well you, that's exactly what I was doing. So you did, and this was before, I remember, talking about best performances. I'm just saying memorable performances. Yeah, there you go. Planet Earth, me and my boy Josh, it was a Tuesday night. They usually not open on Tuesday. T.I. Yeah. At Planet Earth on yeah. a Tuesday night. Yeah. You was in that thing. In that thing. We like, bro. Man, brother. Yeah. Uh, 24. 24. And you just thinking, bro, I got T.I. right here at Planet Earth. Yep. Another one. People sleep on my guy. I'm a big fan of him, even though he fell off pretty hard. Lil Flip. Yep. I was a big uh, Lil Flip Lil guy. Saw Lil Flip at the Bowman Skating Rink. Really? At the Bowman skating rink, bro. <laughs> he performed on the skating rink. Oh, man. And he said, we throw money at our shows. And I remember yeah. some got stuck in the little, in the yeah. little roof power yeah. <laughs> so you think? So I, I think about things like that, man. Just those, those small, intimate venues where you hear national names, but they were in Little Rock. I mean, literally in, within the arm's reach. Yeah. Performing at a skating rink? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I can say like with like one of like my first my first concert came to Barton. Okay. I think everybody's first concert at yeah. some point came to Barton Coliseum. Like you can remember the idea of which I still think it's like the idea that they were traveling together on one card, you know, to have Hammer mm-hmm. at that time like Hammer, Vanilla Ice and Embo on a card together. Yeah, yeah Barton, yeah. In Barton. You, you, you know us like Barton together? Lil Wayne, T.I., Young Jeezy, and, and Jeezy was the headline. Lil Wayne was first. Ain't that crazy? And in front of General Mission Ticket. That's yes. one thing I love yeah. about Barton. Is that <laughs> I was at the front, like, and still, like, yeah. That's one thing I love about Barton, is that everything was a general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you had to literally 
hold out the whole day yeah. to get your place in line. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your ticket master? No. What? No. What? 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 You was going to the box office. Yeah. Standing in line. Standing in line. You stood, you literally stood in line. Yeah. And you waited till the doors open to get to where you needed to be. You went, no, I have seats. Right, nah, nah. I had one, two, and three. Nah, bro. You nah, that that brings back that Kings of Comedy, right? Bro, we got four and five. Four oh, and five. five. So I wish it would be in my seat. What is it like now that, and, and I think all due respect to Mayor Frank Scott, but what is it like knowing that your peer is now achieved something that had never been done? Because all y'all pretty much grew up around Frank and yeah. interacted with him every day. And I know it's a different type of relationship, you being friends with them, but do you ever just sit back and think like, man, like Frank really did? It's DJ, man. I, like, yeah. for me, DJ. like, it's very, very, it's very, very interesting that to hear him, for one thing, to hear him call Frank, Frank? Right, bro. I don't know Frank. I know DJ. <laughs> I don't know this Frank. Guy yeah, yeah, everybody talking. Yeah. Who yeah. voted for Frank? I voted, I wanted people to vote for, for DJ. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, to see a guy that you grew up with, like I've been knowing Frank as as long as I've been alive. Yeah. Um, so real talk. Real talk. Great Second Baptist. Yeah, Great Second Baptist. So we grew up together. Yeah. Uh, um, and just to see him have this idea, I remember him talking about this and saying that you know what, I think it's time. I think I'm a run. And um, so. It's, to him talking about this and seeing it come to fruition, uh, it's, I mean, it's one of those amazing things, one of those amazing stories. And one, and one of the cool things about it is that everybody that, like, like he surrounded himself with the talent. Yeah. And the people that um, he holds close. Um, because there's so many, like, like I tell people all the time, the most talented individuals I know in this world are from Little Rock Point Blank period. We just make it happen. Um, and for him to be able to bring in some of that homegrown talent um, that hasn't always happened uh, with the mayor's office, with even just from, from, from a city and a state standpoint. Uh, but to bring those individuals in and be like, I know, I know that guy. I know that guy that's in his office, that's running his shop. I know that guy. I trust that guy. Yeah. And so that leaves me in a space where I'm extremely hopeful for um, his tenure. Um, I'm extremely hopeful in the direction that Little Rock's going. Um, and I would say that even if I didn't know. Because there's a totally different energy around the politics in Little Rock that I've never seen before. Right. There's an engagement level that's different too now because of it. So, I mean, obviously he's our friend, so it is, you're absolutely right. You sometimes lose sight of mm -hmm. the importance of what he, what he was able to accomplish oh, yeah. because of how close we are. But I think about it on the other side of it, after he crossed the pinnacle and became the mayor, and to think that just about everything he does has never been done. Right. Like, I mean, every day you're doing something that hadn't been done before. And I sometimes got to, when I talk to him, I, I remind him, I was like, this has never happened in our city before. Like, it's not going to be easy. Uh, and I'm not saying it should, but we, I, we have to sit back and recognize that 
I mean, he's creating new ground literally every day. Every day is the first time that the mayor has ever, the first time the mayor has, the first time the state, the first time the city. I mean, you read that weekly in a paper, uh, and to be a part of that uh, is exciting for our city. And like you said, I'm, I'm excited that people were excited enough about him and the vision of uniting our city to go cast that ballot, ballot uh, to, to lead us in a different direction. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's gigantic. It's gigantic. You know? yeah. 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 What's one song that you had to say just makes you think of Little Rock? What's that? With the jump rope, Blake? What up, Dre? John Tay. Do the jump rope. Double Dutch with it. I think the first time I heard Arkansas mentioned in a song, just the state of Arkansas mentioned in a song, uh, was uh, How You Do That There by Young Glee, Master P. That's the first time, so it was like this idea that, that this was, this kind of came into, even though we didn't get nothing but a couple of bars, yeah. it was a, a half a bar. Bro, it was well, enough for me. I play elevators in Iowa. <laughs> from the front, from, from, from Little Rock to Bang. You know what I'm saying? Outcast, the super, the best hip hop group in ever. Heard. The first super group true. in Little Rock. Yeah. From Little Rock to Bang. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. You know that's yeah. bro, we used to play at the boys club. When we walked in it was playing. When we left it was playing. You know, that was that was that was our anthem. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about just make me think of Little Rock. <laughs> this this is gonna sound this this not I know you asked us to do the list and I ain't put this on the list. Yeah. But I remember when uh uh I guess it was like Master P and them came out and they had the five of four boys. Yeah. Huh? It's the five. And that's not, but you know what? We used to switch it up. It's the five oh one boys. Huh? It's the five oh one boys. What? And I used to, and even though that one about Little Rock, I was like, I, I'm rapping for me. Right. That's where we from. Uh, and I didn't even put that on the list. Like, that just came to me because yeah. how we used to, because we weren't mentioning a lot of songs, so you yeah. had to insert yourself it's sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I remember California Love when they used to say the city of uh, Little Watts, but we used to say Little Rock. Yeah. 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 We keep it rocking. Yeah. We keep it rocking. So sometimes you got to insert yourself. I do that all the time in life too. That's just kind of my life motto. Yeah. I just insert, yeah. insert, insert, I just insert you. myself. Oh, insert <laughs> you got to. You got to. All right, so I'm going to leave you with this last question. Five years from now, ten years from now, what do you want to see Little Rock look like? Take your time. Yeah, we all, you see, we all got quiet, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Cause, and, and I'll say five or ten years. Five or ten years. years. I reflect back to, could a lot of people tell me when I first came up here that Little Rock could look like Memphis looks now because of what happened with the FedEx deal. So my question is, Five years from now, ten years from now, knowing where you came from, being an '80s baby growing up in the '90s here in Little Rock, what do you want it to look like? It's kind of like your vision. Retaining homegrown talent, yes. um, growth, growth, um, growth, growth, growth. Wanting to see um, people going off, 
maybe going to school, but wanting to come back. Not only wanting to come back, but there are opportunities for them to come back home. Yeah. Uh, because like we've all said, this place is very, very special. It's special to us, and I know that we're not the only ones that that think that. Yeah. And so those opportunities to come back, to serve, uh, to get involved, um, that's what I think about. That's what I'm hoping for when I think about five to ten years down the line. That's really what I'm hoping for when I think about two to three years down the line. Yeah. And I, I think about from a uh, quality of life, cultural perspective, you want the city to embrace everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things, reason why Little Rock is such a fertile ground, is there's so many opportunities here because the city has catered to a certain group of people. And a certain group of people have been winning, and they've been winning, and they've yeah. been winning, and they've yeah. been winning. And I look forward to sitting in five or ten years where that opportunity to win and succeed it applies across the board. Yeah. And when you talk about career opportunities, you can't do that without talking about making Little Rock a place where everyone feels welcome and have an idea on like what I like to do is available to me. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot of people yeah. who live here that say what I like to do is not available to me in Little Rock. So I got to go to Memphis. I go to Dallas. I go because it's not available to me. So I wanted to have that availability and opportunity for people to want to be here, not want to leave, or if you do leave, want to come back. But the great cities, they attract new people. Yeah. You know, if people ain't never been to Atlanta, like, man, I want to move to Atlanta. Don't know why. Don't know why, but I want to be in Atlanta. Yeah. I want people to say, man, dude, I want to go to Little Rock. Yeah, I want to be able to bring people back, but recruit. People just say, man, something about Little Rock. It's the way people do Austin now, or Nashville. Yeah. Like, man, I just want to I want to go to Austin. What's there that you like? I don't know. It's like the vibe. Like the vibe, yeah. I want people to feel that about Little Rock. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 I mean, that's, that's, that's the biggest mission for, for people to say, I want to go to a place I ain't never been. I want to discover somewhere. Because that's, that's what we're really about. It's figuring discovery. out. Discovery? Discovery, yeah. Saying, I was the first one that was on there. Yeah. <laughs> I want people to be the first one on Lura. Like, I want people that, that haven't been here to say, dude, Little Rock's a cool place. And people that, that left here to say, I'm going to go back home. See? Yeah. Uh, hey, he didn't call you out, did he? <laughs> what, what? He said he coming back, bro. He coming back. He got got time for you loose ends, man. Got time for loose ends, man. But we really like, um, we really had serious conversations about it. I, I remember when Mel and I were moving and yeah. we were trying to figure this out. We made the top ten. We put Little Rock in our top ten, but I don't think we were as serious about it yeah. as we are now. Yeah. Like, like, like it's something to look back to and say, you know what? This would be a great place to to grow. This would be a great place to raise a family. Yeah, you know, go sit here and say it one more time. It'd be a great yeah. place to grow, <laughs> raise, raise a family. Exactly. And so. It's something that we see. I mean, you can still be here if you don't got kids. I'm just saying. You still can. (laughs) (laughs) You can be here with or without. (laughs) So, but um, it's something that um, that was kind of on our heart since we've been here. And it always gives me that feeling when I come back. Um, And so it's. 
it's definitely it's definitely on the table. Yeah. Uh, for us. Yeah. You guys, I greatly appreciate all of y'all being here today. Never been done before. Rock the culture. Arkansas presents Memories of Little Rock. Thank you all for listening, uh, watching with us. I'll let you guys introduce yourself on the outro. Tuan, we'll start with you. Uh, man, it's one take, Tuan. One take. Uh, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media at A-N-T-W-A-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And I want to give a shout out to my guy, Jim Warren, for having a vision, man, to, to take our stories, our experiences, and put them in a video form. Uh, make sure you uh, support Arkansas and subscribe to Arkansas and Rock the Culture. What's going on, Gerald C. Harris? Um, I I'm now I live in North Carolina, uh, live in Durham area, work at Duke University. Um, I um, born and raised in Little Rock, um, but I appreciate y'all. Like like we talk about it all the time. Um, and how the work that you all are doing uh, within the city gives me excitement, uh, makes me want to come back more, makes me want to to move back uh, back That's to my the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and I'm also on all social media. Uh, you know, <laughs> but you know, you can you know you can follow me on Instagram, Mr. G Cornelius, if you like. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about Leanne. Please, please, please. Thank you, Leanne, for allowing us to come to your spot. from Barbershop right here. Yeah. yeah. Downtown Marriott Hotel. Please come check her out. But nice, nice spot, man. It's nice. Definitely. I appreciate all It's high class. It's high class. It's high class. Yeah. That's right. And it's your favorite. Always repping. Always your favorite. <laughs> Two takes, three turns. You can find me on Instagram at replay 36 or on Twitter, uh, Charles J. Thank, thank you, Jamal. 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 Thank you. <laughs>